Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are bringing you that new analysis. Hi, friends. I'm Ramardia. My name is Brendan, and welcome back. I am so sorry about last week, but that's what happens when we don't get paid to do this. Things come you know, up. We can make our own rules when we don't make the money. So. Right. So if you, if you were to, say, sign up for our Patreon, support us that's financially right. with just a few bucks a month, then maybe we eventually we can... Until you, then. Until then. We have lives and work and nonprofit functions that we must attend to and parties. Exactly. Exactly. All so. right. <laughs> so, but we're here now, post Fourth of July weekend. Hope post Fourth of fun. July weekend. Hope you guys had some fireworks. Brennan, how was yours? It was good. I went. To, we we had a party Saturday night, and then well, I worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, but I had mm. a party Saturday night, and then I went to. Uh, Two little shindigs on Sunday. Oh, nice! So, wow. Had a had I a buddy had a buddy did almost. Not do that. <laughs> I had a buddy almost get fined a thousand dollars for fireworks. Ooh, now that's interesting. Yes, I mean we did set them off minutes after the city fireworks ended, five minutes from where the city fireworks are. So that's probably okay. how. They got it. Here's the deal about city fireworks. All right. I thought like living in the city this year, my first 4th of July living in the city, I was like, I'm going to be able to see the fireworks from where I live. I could hear them. It sounded like a war zone. I could not see anything. I was not mad. A little sad, but not too bad. Did you see the city fireworks or did you just see city fireworks? Just everyone else treating it like their own version of the city fireworks. Right. Yeah. It was funny because, like, um, then later on that night, like, I turned on the TV and, like, they were like, oh, here's the fireworks downtown. And I was like, yeah, I can hear them. Like, every time, like, on the TV, they would explode and be like, I would hear it outside. But I was like, I can't, I can't see that. Like, I can't see it. So, you know, whatever. But happy Independence Day. Happy Independence Day. Florissant's fireworks were lit, man. They were good. I think what happened was they probably bought fireworks already some last year. And yeah. then because of COVID, they didn't get to use them. So they're like, hey, we'll just make this show awesome. That's true. And I appreciate that. So. And I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, any any thoughts on week three before we jump into week four? Since we did not um, get to talk about it on here. Okay, so thoughts on... Is it week three? No, that was... Or, no, it is it's week four. It's week four. Um... I, okay, thoughts. I don't know how I feel about Blake being there. But at first, I was annoyed. At first, because you know how I was like, oh my gosh, Blake, like, ugh, you had your shot at love with two bachelorettes. You were To be ready. fair, he never had a shot with the first one. Okay, that's true. Like, and the guys, here's the deal of the guys are like, oh, like, the guys are like, you had your shot. This is your third bachelorette. But I'm like, technically, it's only one season. All right. It's one season. You can't really count it as two, even though Tasha's the Claire Tasha season was, I don't know, Tasha's season was better. But, yes. okay, so, but what I'm trying to say about Blake, though, is I, I was annoyed with him um, at first. I was attracted to him, highly attracted to him, episode one. Annoyed with him by the time he got the boot and Tasha was like, sorry, um, because I felt like he was kind of forcing it. And now he shows up on Katie's season. But by the end of this episode, y'all, I'm kind of sold on Blake. I like them together. 
I liked him together I, quite a bit. Yeah. And like he's kind of nerdy and she's like fun and like, you know, normal. <laughs> so honestly, I didn't mind missing last week because I didn't want to talk about Thomas anymore. Um, yeah, you know, I wasn't mad about that it. Was a, I was like, that was an almost know. fully Thomas centric episode. And I just didn't really want to do it again. Yeah. I wasn't the only interesting thing that happened last week was that Blake showed up. And then he may or may not have been naked when she went to his door and then like, well, then he you, gets locked out with his like cartoonish um boxers. I mean if you think about it, uh when Katie arrived at the cocktail party, they said it was midnight. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like two o'clock or whatever when she showed up at his door. And yeah. I heard him on last week's episode of Clickbait with our beloved Tasha. Which side note, um, Mike and Bibby are co-hosting with Tasha right now because obviously I didn't even realize that Mike, we'll Mike and who notes, but obviously like I was like, where's grocery store Joe? Where is he? I think we may have found where he's been at. I'm just saying. Mike and who um, are with him? Mike and Bibiana. They've been co-hosting oh, with Tisha. You're saying Bibiana? I could not understand what you're... I'm just like, that's not a real person. <laughs> you're like, why are you making noises? <laughs> Bibiana. Mike and Bibiana. Bibi. Mike and Bibiana they, and grocery store Joe. Okay. They, But they are flirting up a storm. Hey, good for them. good for them. And it's really cute. It's cute. At times, it's like... They kind of forget that Tasha's there, and then Bibby will say something about Tasha and be like, "Like how I he asked me a question, and but he totally skipped Tasha." And Tasha's like, "Moving along, you know, clearly there's a little sound something there with them." I'm just saying. So, y'all Very go listen to it. Tell me what you think. All right. Well, I will say that when it came when it comes to Blake, Katie was on Nick Vile's podcast last week, and she talked about his late arrival. And when she said that Tasha said that someone from her past was there, Katie said told uh, Katie told Nick that there was only two people from Tasha's season that were even going to be considered to stay, and that was Blake and, and uh, Doctor Joe. Anybody else? Anyone else from Tasha's season who showed up was going to get sent home immediately. Really? But those two were the only ones who would have probably been invited to stay. Okay, that's interesting. I like. I have not. I have not listened to Nick Vile's podcast in, in, in its entirety yet. And I really should, because you keep recommending, and I'm new to um, Spotify now lately. I thought you were going to say- on Spotify, and like, I've like literally just now downloaded Spotify. I'm ancient. I thought you, I thought you were going to say new to not hating Nick, which is also interesting. This is also true. I'm new to not hating Nick, super new to Spotify, but will I add his podcast to my list? I will. Because he's got some relevant stuff. However, Mike did have some a spicy take on what he had to say last week about um, every man wants to be the bachelor. So Nick Vile was like, "Come on, every guy wants to be the bachelor. You know, that's yes. not anything new with Thomas." Yada yada yada. So Mike was like, "Listen, homie, look at the source. Look at yourself. Uh. <laughs> You're talking about you." I was like, "Ooh, called out." So, well, like they, you know they all do. Back into light some shady things from Nick Vile's past that made me not like him in the first place. So, but so you know happy. everyone wants to. Everyone who shows up there thinks I could be the bachelor. Okay. 
and I know that we didn't want to talk about Thomas too much, so like we can we we don't have to dwell on this, but we're kind of catching up. What did you think about Thomas's exit? It was from again from what Katie said, the night of the rose ceremony. By the time that he got to that point, there was no shot he was staying. Mm-hmm. Because she yeah, apparently no shot, no shot. When this was also confused me at the time, and it confused me until she talked about it. But on his exit, she called him unkind. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he had some choice things that he said to Trey about Trey. And Thomas was the one who told Katie about what he said to Trey. And she was just like, Trey's just the sweetest guy in the world. Trey doesn't deserve that. And Trey didn't even bring it up to Katie. The only reason she knew that... So Thomas said something unkind about Trey to Katie? No, Thomas said something unkind about Trey to Trey. Then okay. told Katie that he'd said it about Trey to Trey. Okay. Okay. That offers a little bit more context too. And she was okay. like, she's like, Trey is just so nice and he's so sweet. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve that. He was just trying to protect me. And that was basically one of the reasons he was gone. And okay. honestly, I don't think wanting to be the bachelor is that big of a deal. Okay. That's kind of where I landed. I was kind of like, I don't know, because I think even if I were on this show and I was like, if it doesn't work out with this guy, um, and I don't think that would make me a bad person to think if it doesn't work out with this guy, it could open a lot of doors for me and it could open a brand new door for finding love. Yeah. And so I I, I would honestly think like, who knows where this could go? You know, it, it could, I could end up being the bachelor if this doesn't work out. It doesn't mean that I'm not there for him. It means that I'm being a realist and thinking like there's 33 other people or however many people are there, you know, it might not work out in my favor this round, but if it yeah, works, because it could work out in a different way. And I don't think that, I don't think you're a bad person for that. The chances of you being the lead are better than the chances of you finishing with the person because the exactly. only per- the only person that matters in you being the lead is you when it yeah. comes to winning the show somebody else's emotions matter no i totally agree so i, I mean totally like I, I don't think it's like you know just don't say it but like, yeah. i think you can think it yeah i did think that he um i don't know he really crashed and burned quick but yeah yeah all right. So, but um, with Blake, though, I was hesitant at first, but now my thoughts on this episode, I'm kind of here for it. All right. Well, that's, like that's good to hear. So, we, shall we jump in? Yeah. All right. So, we start the episode with uh, Tisha walking into the guy's room and them not expecting it to be Tisha. Which... I think when when Tasha Tasha and Caitlin are being held back, I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like they're fun. They should be there a lot more than they are. Anyway, I think they're trying to figure out the balance of this new host situation. But they can't be a new host if you can't see how they are hosting. Look, I don't disagree with you. I'm just saying I think they're trying to figure. I think the producers and the editors are trying to figure out. Along with Tasha and Caitlin trying to figure out where how their place 
how their place is. Yeah. So uh, she she walks in. The guys are surprised and maybe slightly disappointed that it's Tasha, not Katie. They say she says a man reached out to me, a man that I know, a man that I trust, a man that I know that has good intention, intentions, and he asks if he can have the chance to join you all in the quest for Katie's heart. Katie in has the made quest for Katie's heart. Right. Let's, <laughs> She definitely wrote this up. Like she should have just been shown holding, like holding the cue cards, just been like in the quest for Katie. No, no, she need, she needed a long scroll that she unfurled. Right. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Right. She says, and then she explains, Katie has made a decision that she would like to explore the potential of that relationship, and that man will be here soon. Yeah. And. uh Blake walks in and it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> the awkward silence was amazing. The way he's just like, hey guys. <laughs> I loved that. Like Blake was not ready. He was ready to walk in, but he was not ready. Yeah. And that's what I think was relatable about him. He he says when he walks in, I know all of you don't want to effing see me. I don't like the tension already. I kind of feel it. And then he explains how this is technically his third bachelorette. And uh, yeah. he's just, he was, he's ready to get things started. And then they immediately get a date card for who, Ernie? Wait, who did they get a date card for? Who do you think the date card's first? Who, what would cause the most issues in the house? Who got the first date card? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I literally was like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> yes. It was freaking Blake. Okay, did you did you think he was gonna get the first like the first date card? Yeah, because last last year when they brought on new people, Michelle got the first date card. That's right. But I'm still surprised when they do it. I know it's a like I know it's a good way of like weeding people out. And like Katie said, like she gave him this this date card because she felt sparks last week, but she didn't or last night, whatever timeline we're living in with this show, but. She's like, I feel it, but this is the quickest way. I'll know. I'll know by the end of this day if he should stay. So I think that it's a good move. It's a and good also, move. she was probably suggested to do that by producers. Like, you know, you should see if this is a real thing. And she's like, yeah, I should see. Because everyone yeah. knows the, mo- the quickest way to add drama to the house is not only add a new person, but immediately give that person a one-on-one. The producers are so shady. Like I said earlier before we were talking, they're so messy. Yeah. This is, this is life. Like, but, what? uh, yeah, they, like, she gets, he gets the first, he gets the first one-on-one and they're gonna, uh, I, I, we're looking at a recap here and you can just see the crestfallen faces of, uh, Hunter and Michael and the great Gatsby James. <laughs> and, uh, the great Gatsby James. <laughs> Andrew S. and, uh, cat guy connor and they're just they're just so sad um so blake i love blake got two awkward moments but his first awkward moment was when he walked in obviously then the awkward moment was when his name is on the date right like i was like i'm killing this guy because then he's like i mean obviously this is good for me yeah <laughs> like, I literally laughed the entire the entire entrance of Blake was just such a wreck <laughs> but I think yeah technically technically it's his third bachelorette but 
second season. We can't we can't look at this as this guy as like a serial bachelor guy. Now, this, like isn't, this isn't Chris Bukowski over here. We'll get there. Oh gosh, Chris. You know who I did not weird. Never mind. We'll save this for later. Remind me, I had a okay, thought. Yeah, I was like, okay. I think I, I think I'm tracking with you though. I think I know what I, you're. We're having a similar in. thought, but we have to, we have to hold back the thought. It's not prepared yet. <laughs> so uh, we start our date. They're gonna go horseback riding. Blake lets us know that he's terrified of horses. Oh, Blake! Isn't he like a wildlife expert or something? A wildlife I think ranger? So, yeah, but I don't, I don't, horse, consider, I don't consider like horses wildlife. wildlife. Yeah. I think horses are basically, at least in America, exclusively domesticated. <laughs> yeah. Everyone I mean, owns them. There's some wild horses, right? In, like, Montana and stuff. Side note, I'm loving your Tumblr. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Look, it was Y'all a Y'all who can't see us, um, Brennan just, like, just, like, subtly drank out of an American flag Tumblr, and it is. Dang right, it, Okay. Look, it's the size of the actual American flag. <laughs> there are few people in this country who represent the great states of America 365 days a year. Even my shirt. That's true. You're even rocking USA. Like I, this guy. Look, I love. Day is every day for Brennan here. Dang right it is. Because <laughs> as it should be. As it should right. be. You're right. All right, but uh, they uh, they're riding. This is actually a really good date. Because they actually had a real conversation. Yeah, and they had plenty of time to chat. Mm-hmm. Like last week on Michael's Dune buggy date. Well, Katie can't chat as much as she would like to. <laughs> Sorry. It's Blake, actually. Well, hey, <laughs> Blake, I'll, I'll talk to him about this if he wants to hop on. But uh, uh, he, I was I was saying, distracted now. What was I saying? Oh, Michael's dune buggy date. Michael's dune buggy date can't be as interactive because Katie's got to drive a dune buggy. Right. So they can only talk so much because she's never ridden a dune buggy before or never driven a dune buggy. That's true. Here, Which- like... Blake obviously was not comfortable on the horse because he didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was clearly a, a, a lot of chat, a lot of time to chat. Uh, Blake talks about his biggest passion, which is advocating for wildlife. He says, "I feel like I know know her already." And I they love they both like, love going outdoors and traveling. Yeah, when he got into that conversation, I really did. I really did enjoy this, and the fact that. Like, it felt like a real date, you know? It felt like a normal... It was like a normal conversation that you have with someone to say, like, hey, lay it all out there, like, or at least, you know, not all of it, but, like, you're saying, like, these are my interests, these are my passions, this is who I am, you know? I liked that. Yeah. And the fact that he's obviously passionate about it. I think when a guy is really passionate about something like wildlife, it's kind of hot. So. Uh, Yeah. We get to our post-date picnic. Uh, they're they're just hanging out. Katie says things are easy and natural, and he tells and she tells Blake he's ticking off a lot of the boxes on her potential mate. And then, as every date eventually goes, they start kissing. She's kissing a lot of guys. 
Uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not yeah. mad about it. I don't care. I just feel like in recent history, like Tasha and Claire only really kissed like three people in her four episodes. Yeah, because Claire locked it down. Claire was like, "I don't care about the rest of you." Tasha Claire was not that kissy. Notoriously, was like, "Can we get this date to move along so I can get back to Dale?" Tasha was not particularly kissy with a lot of people. Mm-mm. Hannah, Hannah, Hannah was. Yeah. But Katie's just like, oh, I'll kiss you, sure. Yeah. Which, like I said, you know, no judgment. You do, you grow. But, like, I did see comments online. People have been obviously a little um, annoyed with it. You know, they're kind of like, oh, is she going to kiss everybody? And then they're starting to think about, who's the guy that she ended up with? He must be so upset. But I'm like, listen, girls in a bubble... You know, it was the pandemic. Still is, technically. Like, you only live once. Let her kiss the boys. Right. And who's to say that she's still with somebody? Yeah. She so, did she did say a next She did say a next podcast that she did experience true heartbreak on this season. So that's that's interesting. I know. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> We'll just have to see what that means and who that's with. Gosh, well, I hope I hope she she better be with the person that she picked. Cause I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to. What's his name? What's the last guy's name? What's Matt? his name? Matt. Matt. Yeah, he's no. already like deleted from my brain. They're back together. I know, but they got back together post show off camera after I stopped caring. And also, I saw today that Claire and Dale are engaged again. Are they? I knew that they spent. I knew they spent Fourth of July together. Apparently, they're and engaged I did, again. And I did click a heart, and I think we clicked a heart. No, um, don't do that Instagram. to me. <laughs> I know. I've, I've said this a million times, and I'll say it again. I don't want them to be happy. I know, but every time I know, and I thought about you as I did it, but I was like, like. Okay, so I just want all of our <laughs> so fans Claire to and recognize Dale think that we want them to be happy. <laughs> I just it's want just, everyone yeah. listening to realize that when it comes to the social media, the tweets do not represent the thoughts of Ern Mardia, and the Instagram <laughs> does not represent the thoughts of me. This is true. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes they just start with that. Just not with that. Yeah. Uh, back to the date really quick. Uh, they get done kissing. Katie says, okay, you're a good kisser too. Giggles and says, check. So, yup. And, uh, Katie girl is in it to win it. We cut back to the house really quick where we see uh, Greg and Connor obviously concerned about Blake. Yeah, because they're like, Greg, like, I love Greg was like, he was just like bunker, you know, bunker down, like strategizing. He's like, yes, he's a contender. Yes, I'm worried. Like, I like Greg, though, because he's not, he's not savage about it. You know, yeah. if he's strategically aggressive, it's in a low, low key way. But Greg is not dumb, though. Greg is like, I'm looking at the playing field. That guy could win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because at this, really, at that point, it was before Blake shows up. It was a one pony race. Yep. And now it's a if, now it's a two to four pony race. Yeah. If anybody. 
like like he said he right now he feels like he's dating katie and he should you know like he and her have a connection he, he and that's about it yeah he should be the only one who feels like he's dating katie <laughs> but like he so he's like i feel confident enough to like that i know katie that's her type of guy you know and which he's right yeah he's right yeah so yeah. Unfortunately, this is where we uh, we stop having fun for a little bit. Uh, we get a we get a warning on the, a trigger warning on the stream. So I'll let you guys know if you want to fast forward. What two three minutes? We should be out of this by now. So if you if you don't want to talk about uh, Katie's uh, sexual assault, then I would fast forward two or three minutes, kind of check in where we're at, and hopefully hopefully we're done by then. But we get the warning that says the following segment explores themes of consent and sexual assault. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm just like, again? I know. That was very jarring to me because I was like, wait, did they did they put that at the beginning? They like did not, they didn't even put it last week at all. It wasn't out of, it was not up last week. Okay. I was try, I was racking my brain trying to remember this. Cause I, I when I saw that, I was like, what's about to happen? Yeah. So. Yeah, I was very confused as well, but we cut to the date. And I was, I heard on a podcast suggesting that maybe Blake was recommended to ask this question mm-hmm. so that she could have time to talk about it again. Maybe when she had her thoughts together again. But I felt like she had her thoughts together pretty well the last time. Maybe she felt like she could have done better. I don't know. Maybe. But, but I, I did, I too did feel like it was, it was kind of like a planted question. Yeah. Cause that's a weird question to ask. Because Blake, yeah. Blake asks her why she's so sex positive. And she once again discusses uh, the New Year's Eve party 10 years ago where she was uh, she was involved in a non-consensual relationship. And then it turned into a relationship and then her unhealthy relationship with sex after that through her other relationships. So they, mm-hmm. they kind of they get into that again. Yeah, I felt like it was um I felt like it was a little planted, you know. I felt like it was it was nice to get to know to hear her and Blake talk though about it. And like you said, like she had her thoughts together. Um what I was a little annoyed with, and this is not I mean, okay. I think I'm just I'm I'm becoming um oversaturated with the term sex positive. Like there, yes. it's kind of like Colton's virginity, where it's like it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Like now, let's let's carry on. And I like I I think that like I said, I think Katie's great. I love her confidence. Um, I think sex positivity is great, but when you keep using that term and it's like ding ding, you know. And I think I even texted you one day. I was like, you know, drink every time you hear the term sex positive. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> a little drunk. much. Um, but Blake is like. He then says that he is sex positive. You know, he's like, I'm a sex positive man, and blah, blah. And I'm like, okay. So, like, you guys are Don't you remember how they talked last season about how much he talked about sex? Yeah. And how he made the uh, clay genitalia at the clay clay project. That's right. Yeah. So... Do you think the producers were like, hey, Blake is like a really great guy for you? No, she she said that she, I'm assuming, I'm going to go ahead and assume that she was interested in like him him from this season. I don't think Katie seems like somebody who could be talked into somebody. Yeah, you're right. 
I just like the producers, man. Now I'm always like on the lookout of like, was this real or is this orchestrated? This is planted or did it happen? I think that's that's too much, too much of a stretch for them to try to push for. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just think that they need more of a basis, and you like sex, and he likes sex. Everybody likes sex. Yeah, like, like but that, like even, that's what I just thought was funny though when he's like, from I'm a, a sex positive guy. I was like, so you're a human. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we we after the date, we go and oh, that she gives Dig, she gives Blake the date rose, mm-hmm. which obviously, yeah. which of course. It almost, it almost always it. happens. Yeah. And then we cut to a private concert uh, with happens. Lane Hardy, which is who's apparently the winner of season 17 of American Idol. Yeah. Which shows you shows how I... which shows you how far American Idol has fallen. Yeah, like I literally was like, "Listen, I don't know who this is. Like gone are the days of Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson." Yeah. I don't even know even like a Chris Drawtree, at least he meant something. Yeah, Philip Phillips, he was good for a while. Yeah. The home guy. Yeah, I don't, know if, I don't know if he's doing anything on, else on insurance commercials, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but she's like, oh, this is a perfect perfect song to dance with Blake to, a song called Memorize, and I was like, why? I don't know. Why is this perfect? Are you trying to memorize his face? His eyes, his beard. Well, uh, yeah, that's that's how we kind of end, and we cut to our group date rows. We get our group date rows for Greg, Courtney, Aaron, Mike P, Michael A, Andrew M, Josh, Justin, Brendan, James, and Connor B. Yeah. Trey and Hunter. Okay, so then they all arrive and they're joined by Trey and Hunter. I don't know why they're listed separately on this on this uh, thing, but they all arrive in like a stretch bus. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I don't know, but they uh, they're gonna play they're gonna play a quick game, and then we're joined by uh, some individuals to help us practice and train, and then call the game. They're finding new ways to use Franco. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, at least he's not just, like, dressing people in wedding dresses. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you see, did you see the, uh, the outtake at the end? Yeah. When yeah. he was having them doing, like, ballet moves? Oh, my gosh. What I loved, though, I loved, um, the truth of Aaron and the way that he is just, like, I don't know who these guys are. Yeah. And like at first I was like really excited about that because I was like, oh my gosh, they finally brought in some athletes that somebody is literally like, am I supposed to think these guys are a star? But then when I saw who they were, I was like, never mind. No wonder he doesn't know who they are. <laughs> I just love how he was just like, um, who are these people? I have no I will idea. say I did see a funny tweet Monday night. And it said, Michael A. belongs on this date the same way Wells belongs on that firefighter date. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the flashback! (laughs) I applaud whoever tweeted that. I mentally shake hands with you because that is beautiful. 
and straight truth, 100%, because we'll talk about it, but Michael, it's true. It is a 100p true. Oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, we are, we are, what was in that firefighter date, though? You need to go back and watch that. I, I saw it. It was on, it was on the... Uh... It was on the uh, the be- the goat season when they talked about. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, dude, the fire. Like that was rough times. Yeah. He, like that that suit was heavier than him. Yes. Oh my gosh, I uh, love it. But like you said, Aaron says that I have no idea where who these guys are. It's Franco <laughs> and Wells. Franco, who's often their photographer for these uh, uncomfortable wedding dates, and then Wells. From JoJo season and then and then also the uh, bartender in Paradise and frequent random person when they need someone who has nothing to do. Yep. Yep. They're gonna play a game. They're gonna play the Bachelorette Bash Ball Battle, which is rugby beats basketball. And if you <laughs> notice, the basketball hoop is about seven feet off the ground because everyone is dunking. Right. I'm like, what is, what is this? But, oh my gosh. The outfits kill me. The hearts on the booties. That kills me. Yeah, so they're Everybody. wearing, they're wearing some wrestling singlets, but before they do that, they're going to do some warm-ups. They're going to do some tackling drills and some running drills. Uh, the guys are already preparing their uh, anti-hunter propaganda as he is teamed up with Katie during the tackling drills. They have some time okay. together. Hunter, how are you feeling about Hunter? Look, I I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to share with you something, but I I cannot take credit for this. It's from another podcast. the The guys in this podcast are saying that these guys are a union, and they're slowly picking people off. The union Ooh. started by getting rid of Carl, and okay. then the union. Fractured a little bit when Andrew disagreed with how to get rid of Thomas, but they all agreed that Thomas had to go, and now the union is prepared to pick someone else off, and it just happens to be Hunter. Mm, that's interesting. I love the fact that you're like that they fractured a little bit with Andrew. But that's true because Andrew did go a bit rogue. Like they were like, "Oh, unpredictable! Like, what are you doing?" But the, the, uh, they tweeted out on uh, they tweeted out Monday night, and they said. Aaron, majority Whip Aaron is preparing his case against Hunter. That's so true. That's beautiful. I love that. I have not looked at it that way, but that is so true. And Aaron, Aaron is whipping up those bows like crazy. Every time Aaron <laughs> he's is like, like look. this guy. He's like, look, Hunter sucks so hard. He's He's, he's like, got to go. I don't know. Why, though? That's, oh, my gosh. That's beautiful. This is straight up House of Cards. But, yeah. <laughs> that's Hunter, I was okay with Hunter because, like, everyone gets a little... There's always somebody who gets a little aggressive mm-hmm. at the aggressive dates, which is why I tweeted. Oh, because if you want to follow our tweets, you should follow them at Right Reasons Pod on Twitter. I tweeted this out Monday night while we were watching the show, and my tweet was, My face when the athletic group, get, when the athletic group date gets violent. And it's Nick Jonas saying, Pretends to be shocked. <laughs> right. Something's always going to go down. The name is going to be called. The group date's going to be canceled. You know, come on. Like, what was it last time with um, with Matt James, his season? 
he waited until he like forgot who it was, but he waited until somebody got knocked out, and then he was like, "Okay, it's over." It was like the game is over. That was the last fight. Right. <laughs> like, wait, you can't call it like like you can't call it, and it says final score, and you're like, you know what, guys, we're done. No, the scoreboard literally says we're done. <coughs> so. so yeah. I'd- Unfortunately, uh, things are going to get, once again, shockingly a little violent. When you play a game of rugby, basically, which is full-on aggressive, with people not trained to play rugby. Like a sweet baby boy like Michael, who was talking about his dad bod. Yes. Uh he, yes, we, we get the day started. We, we, we get the guys running out. Uh, some of them are in black singlets with red outlines and the other ones are in red singlets with white outlines and the game starts out decent enough and then uh good old hunter he 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 drives he drives pretty hard we have mike p our gym owner and former baseball player about to do a nice layup for some points and then we see hunter uh penetrate his kidney uh yeah I felt that when, like, man. Yeah, it was it was rough, man. And like at that point, uh, Justin says at that point it just set the tone, and yeah. we all just started blasting into each other. And that was where, a lot of people online that was from Justin getting, and Mike. Um, a lot of people online were getting Ben Stiller from Dodgeball vibes from yeah. Hunter. Yeah, he was out of control. Yeah. Uh, and then things just got really out of hand from there. You just saw clip after clip. Oh my god. Hunter calling in. Right. I don't want to talk to Hunter. <laughs> that ringtone is as aggressive as Hunter. We get that we keep get we keep we get a random montage of uh tackles. I was not happy with the honestly it was just f- bad form after bad form with the tackling. Oh yeah. You aim yeah, for the hip. Like, I don't know why they weren't getting penalties or something. They keep going for like the knees. Like, don't, yeah. go, don't go over oh someone's gosh. knees. Yeah. The knees, the like that back tackle, though. Everyone knows. Everyone knows when you tackle someone, you keep your head up, you lead with the shoulder, you hit, and you wrap. Mm-hmm. But they're just like, they're just like slamming into people's legs. Like, I honestly, like, it, it hurt to watch because I was like, this, this is insane. This is like, an injury pending for yeah. sure. And then we see uh, Michael just get slaughtered. Just, Honestly, just, though, that bat, like the way that he ran into his back, like you could really hurt somebody that way. Yeah. M- Michael's just, he's just standing there and he's just going to, looks like he's either going to shoot or pass. I'm looking at a gif of it, and he just and just comes from behind and just plows into him. I thought it was funny on Twitter. Everyone's like, Hunter's such a jerk. And then someone pointed out, Hunter's on Michael's team. Right, right. <laughs> Everyone just assumed Hunter the jerk is out here tackling. Like, oh, Hunter, Hunter the jerk's going to can't tackle his own team? I don't think so. Yeah, it wasn't Hunter, guys. It wasn't Hunter. That's why I think they were quick to tell you, once Hunter did the tackle, it set the tone. Yes. You know? So I think it was like a way of like still blaming Hunter without it being Hunter's direct fault on this hit. Yeah. But uh, 
they call the medic over because he's not really moving. Uh, Michael gasped, like, it's hard to breathe. And then we get the Justin saying, I obviously feel terrible. I'm not mm-hmm. out here trying to hurt anybody. Well, that's what happens when you have people who don't know how to play a sport because it's not a real sport. Uh-huh. Just full-on slaughtering people. And then there's obviously no one there who's like, they obviously, like, we have Wells and Franco. No one's teaching these guys how to tackle. I don't know why they didn't pick anybody else for this date. Like, (laughs) just don't. Everything about this was just hilarious to me. I think the the much better thing for Michael would have been Andrew gets the group date last week. Michael gets it this week. And Andrew, the football player, comes in and teaches everyone how to actually tackle. Uh, yeah. But that's not fun. Exactly. That's not fun for the producers. They were like, let's get all the little guys. Well, no, let's get all the buff guys in Michael. Yeah. Because everyone else there was like ripped. That's true. That's true. Even Greg. I was surprised. I was surprised by Greg. Oh, yeah. Greg looked good. I mean, Greg is. Greg is Greg. Well, he's always wearing like frumpy clothes yeah like like flannels he had the flannel he, on he, he does a lot of he like, does a lot of flannels and sweatshirts that's true flannels and sweatshirts i guess i don't really think about how how hot greg is i mean i think about greg being cute but he's like greg is pretty great even katie said like i've never seen greg like even katie says like i've never seen greg like this yeah. i don't know what greg's body looks like Aww. Uh, the more I talk about Greg, the more I like him. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously, Katie at this point calls the game, comes over to check on Michael, says we're not playing anymore. When you hurt and leave the bu- when you get hurt and leave the bubble, you're done. You don't get to come back. Yeah. When she said that, I was like, oh, oh, that's right. Because they're still quarantining. They're doing everything to protect her and the guys and everything. So that's. That's true. Yeah. Like that did not, that reality did not hit me until she said that. And I was like, oh yeah. Like you can't just go out and then come back in. Cause then, then if they did, they would have to quarantine for like another, whatever X amount of days. So mm-hmm. much time would be missed, you know, that connection. So yeah, it's easier to just be like that person's time is done. And she does not want to lose Michael. No. She does no. not want to lose Michael. There's so, only a yeah. few, there's if only a few guys in the season. Like, That's it. There's only a few guys that on the season that she would care to to not lose, and two of them aren't there. So she has to protect the one she does. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she lets everyone know that they're all winners, and they're all going to the after party, which I knew was happening as soon as nobody was keeping score. There was mm-hmm. no score on the, there was no score on the screen. Yeah, and she posted on she posted on um on her Instagram. She was saying that she knows what it's like to get sent home after a, a, a discussion, or not discussion, um, a uh, like some sort of some sort of game like this, you know, a competition. She knows what it's like to get sent home because they did the whole like, um, I think they was it the wedding dress thing. Oh yeah, the wedding dress thing. Yeah, she lost. Yeah, but so she was like, and that sucks, and I'm not going to do that to those guys. You know, she's like, I'm not doing that to my men. So yeah, I wanted them all there. So yeah. that was the plan from the get-go. So uh, we we kind of cut to the uh, we cut to the end. 
We start we start the night though by bachelor by uh, Katie pulling aside Mike Michael, making sure he's he's doing okay. Of course. And chat she chats make sure he's feeling all right. Uh, then she talks uh, with Greg, who uh, every season there's somebody who starts off hot and like starts to picture their lives together and then really struggles afterwards. And yeah, Greg is that guy. Greg she, is so worried. Greg is like sad. Greg is like, I thought I had this in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> he says, it's hard to see Katie with other guys in this group setting. It sucks. He says, I'm pretty, I'm pretty, just pretty exhausted at this point, worrying about so many other guys. Yeah. Really? I mean, Greg, I'm going to be honest with you, Greg, like two people, maybe three. <laughs> Everyone else does not matter in the slightest. But I think, I think. Like, I think Greg is so nice, though, and Greg likes everybody, it seems like. Yes. He gets along with everybody. So he sees everybody as a competition because he's like, these guys are great. Why wouldn't they be? So it's stressing him out. Yeah. Yeah. Besides Hunter. Not you, Hunter. No. Uh, we cut back to Katie and Michael's conversation, and he tells her that yesterday was his late wife's birthday. And this is weird for him because he normally spends it with his family. She says, yeah. he says, you bring comfort to my life and I think there's something special here. Oh, I know there's something. And then Katie says, oh, I know there's something special here. So, uh, she, he's still a little sore from, from being attacked. So she leans over to kiss him instead of the other way around. But yeah, that's. Because he said his first, I can't move. Yeah. <laughs> and like he, this is, the, I can't imagine. Poor Michael, man. I know. It's gotta be hard. That yeah, that would be the way that he says it, um, too, where he's just like, Yeah, yesterday, yesterday's my wife's birthday. Like, you can tell he doesn't want to dwell on it, but he's still like, But it's important for me to for me to talk to you about this. Um, and I'm glad that they circled back to that too later on. Yeah. Uh we move, we move on to a much more ridiculous conversation. Connor plays Katie a song that he wrote for her on his ukulele with, once again, his shirt unbuttoned to, like, his belly button, at least. Yeah. At this point, like, why, why even button it at all? I think Connor's appeal, for me at least, is waning. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, I liked as, his as, blue light blocking glasses he was wearing earlier because I too have like the same kind. But other than that, I'm like, okay, Connor. Yeah, uh, the the lack of appeal will be reflected in my power rankings later. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of doing the same things, and I think he thinks it's gonna get him, it's gonna get him there. But kind of, it'll like, get him, it'll get him decent. It'll get him a spot in. Uh, in a future paradise, but not, not anywhere with Katie. Yeah. So, uh, I mean that, yeah, it was, that was our second group date. Uh, most of it. So we have a little bit more, sorry. I got distracted the way we were in the episode. Uh, out of nowhere, basically everyone hates Hunter now. I mean, yeah, you're right. It is kind of out of nowhere. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like they're trying to convince the audience that we too should hate him. Yes. But I was like, he was okay last week. Yeah. Uh, but Aaron... now he's like playing up this villain status. Yeah. Now he's like, I'm going to get that rope. Like, yeah. Katie's my girl. And I'm like, really? Because I felt like you were nice last week. Uh, Aaron lets us know that he can't really stand that guy. He's kind of an abrasive personality, kind of an F you mentality all day. Aaron always tells us. Like, Aaron always tells us who the next target is. You yes. know? Yes. He'll like, us- you're right. Whoever Aaron is, like, that guy is terrible. Like, we saw the power of Aaron the freaking first two episodes. Yeah. All he's got to do, all he has to do is basically um, Joaquin Phoenix it and um, and Gladiator and be like, boom. That's all Aaron has to do. Yeah. And it's like, your time here is done. Yeah. Uh, this is, I mean, I was not really a huge fan of Hunter before that, but this is where I start to really uh, feel disappointed in Hunter. He uh, He's definitely, he is... Using his children the way that Michael did not. Uh, yeah. And I was trying to think of, like, what the difference was. Because I was like, he's not the only man there with kids. But like, that's what... Michael doesn't talk about James. We haven't seen Michael talk about James with Katie. Yeah, you're right. But Hunter is like, I don't usually do this. But here's a picture of my kids. Here's 18 and pictures I want of you my to children. Meet them. Yeah. And then he says, yeah, this is Dad Hunter. Dad Hunter's awesome. He's yeah, he's different. He's happy. You know, it's like you're right. Like he's yeah. he, he's using his kids in a way that is is weird. Not yeah. here for it. And uh then she says, Katie loves it, says that like makes me want to cry, you are such a proud dad. It didn't really make me want to cry. No. It wasn't that sweet. It felt very like it felt very forced. It, it was it was forced, yeah. Uh, we cut while they're talking. We cut back to the uh, to the other guys. Michael shares about his wife. It's, he says we're all here because we want to find a woman to support, share memories with, navigate life with, and it's the most beautiful thing when it happens. And when you find it, you don't know how long you'll be blessed with that time. I mean, I'm widowed. And he goes off to talk about his his wife. And then everyone is just super sweet, giving him hugs and caring for him. I did not realize that they didn't know. I didn't know that he had not talked to anybody about this besides Katie. Um, yeah, that's a little surprising. Normally, the guys know things before uh, before Katie before the lead does. Yeah. Greg is but done. Like, he, like he said, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be like the sad guy, yeah. you know, or he didn't want to be. Um, he didn't. He didn't want it to be too much too soon, you know. And I understand that. Like, you don't want to go in the house and be like, "Here's all of my life," you know. Here's like, here's who I am, because it's like you don't know these people. You don't want to yeah. trust them with everything you've got, and that's a huge part of his life, you know. Um, and like you said, like yeah, he didn't. He didn't want to lead in in being the sad guy. But what I think is so beautiful about Michael, and Greg said it, is the fact that he walks around there with a smile on his face all the time, and he's so nice and so encouraging and cheerful that, like, you wouldn't know that he's carrying yeah. around that sadness. Mm-hmm. And I love how much it moved Greg. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. Like, I, I really think that, like, seeing that showed who these guys are, um, the way that they react to the news like that, these are some yeah. guys that are not afraid to show their emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and not afraid to be there for one another. Um, so I just, yeah, I thought it was so wonderful. But the speech that he gave, talking about how important time is, yeah. you know, and love and everything, like, Michael is just... If he ever did anything mean, if somebody comes out and is like, Michael's actually a real turd, like I wouldn't <laughs> I believe him. I could not see that happening. I wouldn't it's believe just, it. Like so wonderful. Yeah, I just what wouldn't believe it. Yeah. I'd just be like, no. <laughs> Michael's the best. Shut up. Get out of here. But yeah, I just thought that that was really great. Greg, yeah, it really hit Greg. Uh have you this has come up a lot recently, and my only concern with this is the fact that we have another season, and I don't want him to fall to the wayside. But we're obviously building Michael for Bachelor, right? I thought about that. I, I mean, we're, we're, really build, we're building the, we're building the mythology of the sweet, widowed father of James, because Jason Mesnick's season was awesome. Yeah. No I doubt mean, about it. Was Jason widowed? No, but he was a single dad. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He okay, that's right, that's right. Okay. He was he wasn't was widowed, like, no, but he was it's a similar situation of looking for not only a wife, but a mother. Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that, that would force the production staff to give us more Tasha's and less Victoria's. Yes. Because you can't screw with somebody's life. No. You can't just be like, here's a hot mess. You know, it's like, no, this person is serious. This person is not trying to, you know, just find the latest and greatest thing. It's like, no. And Michael obviously is, like, how old is he? He's 36? Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, like he's he's super fun, you know. He's funny, he's sweet, but like he's yeah, he's not looking for something floofy. No, and somebody. And if you if you look back at Jason Mesnick's season, the reason the ending of that season was so crazy was that both of these women would have been amazing wives and mothers, in my opinion. Both Melissa and Molly would have been great. Oh, that's right. You were really into that season. It was a great season. That was like your first full season, wasn't it? Like, or old school season. Yeah, my first old school season. Yeah. And just like, I think that's what makes, because lately we've had like, okay, well, this one's good and this one's fine. But like watching that season back on Netflix, because that one's a random Bachelor season on Netflix. Yeah. That, the, both, both of the final two girls, I'm just like, you can't go wrong either way. They're both yeah. great. They're both sweet. They're both good with your son. So I don't think either one of them was going to be a bad choice. Yeah, I, I don't know, though. I did think about that, though, on Monday. I was like, man, if Michael if Michael and Katie don't end up together. Sorry, I'm trying to, like, sit cross-legged. <laughs> um, but if Michael and Katie don't end up together, I would not be mad if he ended up being the next Bachelor. But I don't want it to be super crass and obvious. You know, I don't want it to be like a oh, let's play off of this guy's tragedy because I we know that you like that. You know, that's that's gross. Yeah. Uh, I did wonder if he's ready, though. I mean, I think doing this shows that he is readier than he could be. Yeah. He, I mean, he may... He yeah. may 
I mean, if you think about it, we're not going to need him for a while. Yeah. Because we still have... But I mean, like, I was wondering if he's ready for Katie, too. You know? I mean... Um, but I don't know. But then, again, grief is... Grief isn't... It's not a predictable thing. Right. You know? He could be... He could be ready and then be really sad five years from now. You know? It, it, so it's... Yeah. Grief is so unpredictable that he could be... He could be ready. Yeah. And I'm just, like, thinking out loud. Uh, <laughs> now all the guys are crying. Michael's crying. Trey is crying. Greg is crying. And Greg takes. Greg is like, you know what? You gotta live for today. And he goes and he goes and talks to Katie, which is good because Katie was worried about him, obviously, because yeah. she says he had resting sad face that made him look like a lost puppy. Both of those I like statements that. are I like true. his reaction when he's like, no, I don't. Don't say that. <laughs> I don't want to look like a puppy. <laughs> uh, Greg admits that this is having a hard time with the group dates, but he promises to suck it up. He says, I'm going to tough it out for you. You are so worth it. Katie says, that's a huge weight lifted. Truly one of my biggest fears is you wanting to leave. Yeah. Aww. But uh, Katie still gives Hunter the rose for some reason. Because he used his kids. Yeah. And uh, Aaron, our good friend Aaron, vows to make sure that Katie learns how fake Hunter really is. Yeah. Because Aaron has fully supplanted his role as Snitch. Uh-huh. Here's the other I'm still awaiting that two-on-one. Aaron is the two-on-one man. Oh, yeah. It's just a matter of who. Yeah. Like, he's the two-on-one who will end up on Paradise. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be on Paradise. Like, let's be real. Aaron will be on that island. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know who his two-on-one is yet, but... Uh, by by reason that Andrew S. was not on this date, Andrew S. gets our second one-on-one, so we don't really need to see him get a date card that says Andrew S. come to, come, yeah. come to the date. But we start that date, and uh, what do you think of Katie's outfit? Oh, I thought it was a lot. The leather like, pants like, with the whoa. black metallic top and the gold belt. I literally was like, is this um, Julie Newmar Catwoman from like 1960? Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I mean, my, my Catwoman is Halle Berry, but yeah, I'll give it to you. No. Have you seen the old old school Catwoman? Why, why would I? What? Why would I? Oh, okay. Like, I straight up grew up watching this. I like it was on channel eleven. It was so great. I don't okay. really I don't really watch movies, Ernie. Okay, here's can you guys see this? Okay, I recognize that person, yeah. Yeah. So that's Catwoman. Like that picture, like Katie, that whole outfit gave me these Catwoman vibes. Yeah. The necklace, everything. Like Yeah, that's more like, of an outfit. Halle Berry's was just spandex. Yeah, Halle Berry's was not, that was not real. Let's be real. No, you're not doing any <laughs> Catwomaning stuff in, you're not doing any Catwomaning stuff in what she was wearing. No, no. Uh, so yeah, actual footage of Katie, this picture. Yeah, no, I see that. I definitely see that. Maybe that's where, she, I mean, even down to the gold belt. So maybe that's where she got the, uh, the inspiration. But uh, yeah. Katie. Oh, wait, we, pause though. Do we want to do news and notes? News and notes. Yes, news and notes. Let's do that. 
and then we'll go into Andrew asking. All right. Well, Nate. we already discussed so, news, and notes, news and notes. We already discussed the first news and notes, which was that Claire and Dale are engaged, and I don't care. Yeah, you're so mad. Like whatever. If they're soulmates, they're soulmates. And then our next <laughs> news and notes is this was yesterday. This was from yesterday at three fifty-two p.m. on Life and Style magazine. It's probably available other places, but this is the first place I found it. We have our cast for Bachelor in Paradise, at least the cast that they've announced, because obviously there are going to be some of Katie's men there that have not been eliminated yet. Yeah, like I said, I'm a firm believer that Aaron will find his way into this, uh, onto this island. Well, we start off season seven of Bachelor in Paradise with a couple of bangers. Oh, yeah. Our first guy is your, your man, Grocery Store Joe. Like I said, okay, guys, I've been listening to clickbait, and I'm like, where's Joe? Like, what the heck? Where is he? Now I'm pretty sure we found where he has been. Yes, Paradise. He's off on the island. He's off in Paradise. Uh, next, we have Dr. Joe, the anesthesiologist from Taisha's mm-hmm. season. Uh, next, this may be one of the first times we've ever had this, but we have a former lead, Becca Kufrin joining us in paradise and i know that you said before this that you have some thoughts that yeah about becca being in paradise i think that she's better than this i think she's bigger than this like i don't know like she she is one half of i feel like the main bachelor franchise podcast you know like all these other podcasts are just like falling in line that like they're following her lead okay and so i'm kind of i don't know i know she and garrett split last year i know she's looking for love again but i don't know i think she's above this i think she's better than this i think that she thinks she is not because she is there i know and i'm like no becca you're better than this girl you can find love in real life i don't know well next we have i'm really excited about this next one serena p from Matt's season, the spunky Canadian is yes. is joining us in Paris. I'm really excited to have her. I think she's so much fun. She will be fun. She'll be really cute. However, she's not very affectionate, remember? So she'll, like, I feel like a guy will be, like, all over her and she'll be like, okay, what? All right. Maybe she'll find someone who's, like, the same way. She's also very independent, so I know that she'll, she won't, I don't think she'll, you know, Waste time. No. Uh, if she's not into a guy, I think she'll just be like, I'm not into you. Bye. No, for sure. Also joining us is uh, Serena C. I don't want to talk about her. We're moving on. Ugh. She's going to be so annoying. Yes. Also, she's going to be the worst. Yes. And she's going to be catty and terrible. Yes. Ugh. Also from that se- Matt season, Mari, who said only a few words but was really pretty. Yep. She was like the one that gave me Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra vibes. Yes, yeah. Uh, next we have Riley from Tasia's season. I'm excited to have him on. He's the lawyer from New York. Yeah, he was one of your favorites. I really liked him. He was a really nice guy. Uh, next, unfortunately, uh, a man who was talked about frequently and aggressively on Nick Vile's podcast with Katie Thomas is returning. Katie of said, course. Katie said, be, uh, Beware to any girl who interacts with Thomas on the beach. 
man. Because he's a cute guy and a smooth talker. Uh, yeah. This to me, giving Thomas the slot on the island is giving Thomas what he wanted. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. we're literally just like feeding the beast. Mm-hmm. That's literally what. Like he's like, okay, I told you guys that opportunities could arise. Here they are. Uh, so next is uh, Noah from Tasia's uh, season. Hopefully, the mustache stays away. I was like, is this an old picture? Why does he have that? Why did he have that mustache? I don't, I don't know. understand. Uh, next, next we have the runway model Chelsea. There's literally nothing else to say about her. They say the supermodel from Mad Season will be breaking hearts this summer. That's it. Well, most of these people get like also was annoying. Yeah, her and Serena will hang out. Uh huh. And it won't be cute. Next we have Abigail. Abigail is back. Your favorite girl. I am pumped that Abigail's headed to paradise. I wonder who will pair with her. Hmm. Maybe fellow New Yorker Riley. Maybe. Because she's moved to New York now. Oh, she does. They all do. New York or L.A., and occasionally they'll go to Nashville. Oh yeah. Well, with with Caitlin and Jason being there, it's it's becoming a a more popular place. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan from uh, from Tasha's season, who apparently I guess is over his divorce now. Finally. Um. Also, didn't you tell me that he was dating Piper? Yes. But Piper is okay. also here. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is where like, they met. The producers are messy. At least we are coming off of a summer that no one went to um, stagecoach. No, no stagecoach. No stagecoach. No one's... God, uh, I hated that. No, no <laughs> yeah, that's so bad. No one's having sex with people on multiple nights in a row. Different people in a stagecoach this year. I just can't believe, like... And also, I think the one thing that the diversity that we're trying to add in the bachelor nation will lead to is maybe less of them at stagecoach. That's true. I'm pre- <laughs> That's true. I'm pretty Let's sure that, like Riley and Piper aren't going to stagecoach. I can tell you that right now. They're not going to stagecoach. But They're it like, could be one of those things where you have FOMO and you're like, I'm not into this, but you know, it could be a good opportunity go to, like, to meet people. They'll go to like Coachella or Lollapalooza. Yeah. Oh, I gosh. I was part of a Lollapalooza crowd last year. Really? We were coming back from Zo- my wife's uh, godparents live in mm-hmm. uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin, which is between Chicago and uh, Milwaukee. And Stagecoach was the weekend that we were coming back. Mm. Uh, sorry, Lollapalooza was the weekend we were coming back. So we stopped in, so we took the train, so then the train goes through Chicago, and then we go from Chicago to St. Louis. Well, while we were trans- while we were waiting for our train from Chicago to St. Louis, everyone was showing up for Lollapalooza. Oh, god! And they were in full festival regalia, and by that I mean almost no clothes whatsoever. Right. You were like, by that I mean Halle Berry in town. No, that would have been way too much coverage. It was like it was like a small tank top in spandex, and then they had like they had like glitter all over their face, and hair up in crazy ponytails and pigtails and buns, and it was a lot. It was a lot. Man, oh man! 
like I told a friend of mine yesterday, I was like, I'm to the point in my millennialness where like things start when I'm like, um, it's time for me to put my night cream on. So like, yeah, no, I want to be in my PJs, <laughs> but it'll be fun for them. Yeah. They'll enjoy it. <laughs> Um, next up is your girl, Marissa Gunn. You remember I, her? I remember her. I thought she should have been, she didn't even make it through night one, and I was disappointed. That was Peter's, one of Peter's first mistakes. Yeah, because I remember us doing our episode, and you were like, this girl is going to go far. She's so cute. And then it was like, boom, gone, never to be seen again. I was disappointed. No, 100%. I'm pretty sure I said that in our preseason uh, yeah, that's what contest, I'm yeah. saying. Like you, you were like you were all about her. Yeah. Uh, next we have Piper. Piper James is uh, is headed back to paradise after crying and saying that love isn't worth it on Matt's season. I could care less about Piper. <laughs> she's so annoying to me. Yeah. If she's on our show, though, delete this. <laughs> Because those things often come back to bite me, where Brendan will say, oh my gosh, we just booked so-and-so, and I'm like, oh, what did I say about this? So if Making Piper fun wants of to Connor, come to the show, yeah, we made fun of Connor for a right while. Right now, I'm annoyed. We made fun of Connor for a while, and then immediately had him on. And then you're like, Connor's going to come on. Oh, shoot. Alea as well. So. Well, at least only one of us said horrible things about Alea. This is true. This is true. Speaking, of, of speaking of Alea, unfortunate news for the podcast. Alea and her boyfriend must have broken up because Alea will be in paradise. Yeah. Which I remember you telling her, you were like, hopefully we don't see you in, in paradise. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to be in paradise. Well, I'm scared she is in paradise. Here she is in paradise. So. We'll, we'll have to see if she'll come back on afterwards and talk about her experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Tia's there. Yes. Tia Booth, which is not the Tia that I wanted to see. Tia Booth Tia Booth from Ari's season of, of The Bachelor will be in Paradise as well. And she just had so much drama with Colton. Well, hopefully Colton's she's gone. Been on, she's been on Paradise before because Colton left her on the island. To be, to be The Bachelor. <laughs> And we all know how that went. But she, he gave us Tasha, and that's all we're going to ask for. That's true. Uh, <laughs> next on the list is uh, Ivan from Tasha's season, who they broke it up. They broke it off after their fantasy suites because of their differences in opinion on, I think it was religion, right? Religion, yeah. Um, Ivan, Ivan said that he wasn't going to go on if Chris was there, didn't he? Yes, if Chris, if Chris was going to be in Paradise, he would not have gone. Mm-hmm. Which I think is just something you say. I think he would have been there either way. I uh, 100% think he'd be there either way. Next, so. uh, guy who did nothing all of Clarentatia's <laughs> season, Kenny, the bo- the boy band manager, is but back. Kenny was fun. I liked Kenny. No, I just, I just think it's funny all these people who are just attractive people. And like they didn't yeah. provide anything. Kenny, Next. Like Kenny's like forty years old, isn't he? Something like that. Yeah, I, think, I feel like I think it. he's like one of the older ones. He's cute. Um, he looks like somebody. He definitely looks like a boy band 
a former boy band member. Yeah. Um, also, this picture, though, of him is terrible. It looks like it was taken in the bathroom line at an Applebee's. Okay, I thought you were saying the. I thought you said him. Just like he looks great, but yes, the background. Oh no, is terrible. Kenny is hot, but this picture, the staging, the background is terrible. But looks he, like it's like he's standing in line for the bathroom yes. at a restaurant. And I, would, I would go. Like, I would go oh, more. Okay. I would go more Olive Garden and Applebee's because it definitely looks okay, like it's trying to look rustic. Yeah, but you get the gist. Yes. Next, and a much more professional done-up photo. Kendall Long, Joe's ex, who looks incredible, will be also in Paradise. I wonder if they'll end up back together because they didn't They didn't say they wouldn't get back together before. They just wanted to be in different places. Okay, Ken, this, the saga of Kendall and Joe on the island before was exhausting. I'm not looking forward to this. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if it shows back up. Because when they got back together, it was cute and it was like great. But Kendall went on so many dates, even though her like or she went on other I don't remember how many, but like her and Joe were together and then people would come to the island and they were like, Oh, Kendall, you wanna go out? And she's like, Okay. And like she constantly hurt Joe. And then they got together. And like then she was like, No, I actually do really love him. I do. And so then they got together and they were together for like a year or two, I don't remember. And like now they broke up, and now they're on the island. It's just gonna be, it's just gonna be annoying. Well, maybe they won't Ugh. get together this time. We'll see. Uh, next on the list is my Kenna. You just call her my Kenna. Tell me, tell me, you read her name, how her ra- her name is spelled, and it's, say that it's not pronounced my Kenna. I mean, true, true. I mean, but it's I was my, like, oh. it's my Kenna, but the uh, <laughs> the uh, I am worth it. I am special. Speech. From Peter Season, um, the uh, the blog her, Canadian blogger. Her bubblegum pop Instagram is a, is worth the follow though because she's funny. Yeah, she yeah she's funny. I like I follow her on TikTok. She's she's a she was popping out. She was cranking out some TikToks there for a while. Yeah, she's funny. Uh, next we have Alana from Matt Season. I have no memory of this girl. No memory of her whatsoever. Okay, uh, but she, apparently she's going. Kelsey, Kelsey oh, from Kelsey. Peter's season, Champagne, Champagne Queen, mm-hmm. is uh, is coming to Paradise. I'm excited. Her her turnaround was impressive. It really was. So I hope that I hope that uh, I hope that she gets drunk on the island and that Kelsey. Gets I think she will. Out. I think she will. She yeah, seems okay. she seems like someone who does not shy away from the two drink per hour limit. Um. Next up. Chris Conran. No idea who that I is. I have no memory of this man. Guys, look at my cracked, look at my cracked iPhone. Look at this man. Pretend it's a milk carton. Tell me, where have you seen this man? And drop in the comments below. Those of you that cannot see us because you're not Patreon members, y'all. How did I not know who this man is? No idea who that guy is whatsoever. Yeah, no because idea. Look at us. We belong together. <laughs> He's my soulmate. Uh, under him is uh, Ed from Tasha's season. Ed is back. Oh, Ed. <gasps> okay. Not to totally skip past Ed. 
but our girl Natasha. Natasha is back. No wonder she hasn't been on the the freaking podcast. Yeah. Natasha and Joe Look, have been on the they, island. No wonder Tasha has been flying solo with so many meaningless guests. Did you just call Mike a meaningless? No. Wow. <laughs> Not meaningless. I mean meaningless guest co-host. Mm. Me then. Okay. Uh, Even though I quoted the two most recent co-hosts, I don't really care about Mike. Mike Johnson. He's 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 done. He's yeah, he's done. He's done. Like I don't. Yeah. And that sounds. I, I know I sound like an a hole when I say that, but I don't care. I don't care about. I don't. I don't Mike care. Uh, anymore. Next on the list is Jasenia from who uh, battled with. Uh, who was it? Uh, um, the last member of the Mean Girl Squad. MJ. MJ. She battled with MJ. On that season, she's headed to paradise, followed by Chasen, uh, the smoke show, Caltasia smoke show. Which, in all seriousness, Tasha is a smoke show, and I support that statement entirely. It's so stupid. It is stupid, stupid, but it's not inaccurate. No, like every girl likes to be called beautiful, pretty, cute. But a smoke show, okay, like, call me a smoke show when I'm feeling, like, real good, like, we're going out for the night. But, like, for him to constantly just be like, Tasha's the smoke show, such a smoke show, Tasha's a smoke show, like, get out of here with that. Okay. (laughs) The other Blake M from Tasha's season of The Bachelor, uh, not Blake Moines, Blake Monar, I don't remember his face. I have no memory of this guy. No. Uh, next we have, oh, next we have, what's his name? Damar. Damar from Tasha's season. He's also going to be, I like Damar. Damar seemed really nice. nice. Yeah. Uh, next on the list, I know, I know you saw her as soon as her face pulls up. Tajwan. <laughs> it's so high. It's <laughs> it so was high. so high. I wonder if she'll make it more than an episode this time. Oh my gosh, Tajwan. Why put her back on the island? She's going to be so hot. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Tammy from Peter's season of The Bachelor will be there. She'll probably fight with uh, McKenna again. Oh, gosh. I'm so over it. Then we have Victoria P. Who uh, caused a bunch of issues with Alea on Peter's season That's of The Bachelor. That really look like her. No, she, I doesn't. feel like she was much prettier. She's much prettier in real life, like moving around and living as a human being than this like and, weird. Like, her hair, her hair looks picture. bad. I think it's just too close. Maybe. And then our final member of Paradise, at least for the moment, Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria is the head of the Paradise. I can't with this. So it's gonna be an action-packed season sure freaking well shall we jump in and that's news and notes that's news and notes uh okay so with andrew s um did you think that he was gonna get sent home when you saw the woods no no (laughs) because i did i 100 saw the date took place in the woods and was like he's gonna go home because that's exactly what happened with was it damar no, it was. Somebody got taken was to easy. the woods, and it was like, "That's funny. He's funny. Gone." It was easy. 
Easy. Yeah. Because Taisha took him to the woods. Yes, Taisha. Well, they did a ghost hunt. That was not a romantic date. That was a fun date. This is a romantic date. Okay. The, well, the, the context... I immediately equated that to Easy's date on the ghost hunt and literally was like, he's going home. You ha- I think you. it's not even about the location or the time. It's about the context of the date. Katie's date, as soon, as soon as Katie started her date with Matt, I knew she was going home because it wasn't romantic. It was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We so definitely. One, once yeah. this date started, I felt better for Andrew. So I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah. they're going to go in the woods and they're going to have a romantic date with a bunch of chain lights. I Yeah, as soon as the lights came on, I was like, this is sweet. Okay, this is this is cute. Yeah. But um, I 100% thought, like, when she grabbed that lantern, I was like, he's going to go home. She's going to leave him in the woods. Stop it. <laughs> okay, so they, they, they plug in some lights, and they have to play a game where they, where he hoists her into the air, and they grab envelopes. That are hanging, and they answer the question. But, like, after, like, the third Dirty Dancing lift, I'm kind of like, wouldn't he just be like, okay, like, here's a stool. (laughs) Or, I'm a professional athlete. I'll just jump up and grab them. Which he did at least once. Yeah. But I'm just kind of like, okay, this is old. Yeah, they open the first one. It says something you learned from your parents' relationship. And they both said something that they learned something they learn not to do from their parents' I think what I learned from this date is they're very similar, which we already knew they had similar, like, experiences. Yeah. But these two are very similar. Uh, Andrew learned to not leave my partner hanging even when things are tough. And then Katie learned to not settle and that marriage is meant to be forever. Mm-hmm. Which is, which, which are both rough. Yeah. Uh, Katie says it's so easy being with him. I just want, I just love the energy that him and I share together. They do that for a while, and then they run a, they, after they open some more letters. Uh, they go into another part where there's a bunch of balloons that are lit up, a little bunch of balls that are lit up, and they kick them and then make out. Yeah, and it was sweet. It was very sweet. It was very like I am a girl who likes light. So if I were taken on this kind of date, I would just be like, everything's so pretty. I love this, you know? Um, but yeah, the balloons were super fun. Um, yeah, up until the balloon part, though, I literally was like, he still could go home. He's in the woods. <laughs> He's not out of the woods yet. No. Um, also, that was a terrible joke. I don't appreciate her... it. What'd you say? I don't appreciate that joke. It was terrible. <laughs> He's not out of the woods yet. <laughs> I'm glad you got it. I got it. it was too um, obvious not to. But when she when she started talking about him on her voiceover, then I was kind of like, okay, I don't think that he's going to go home. Something would have to drastically change for him to go home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which I was glad that they had a very cute date. And then they get to dinner, and they have some very... Um, very meaningful conversation, one that does, like, I mean, it has to come up in, like, interracial relationships, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, uh, it was a, that was a difficult conversation. He, Andrew says, I'm a black man and you are a white woman. Mm-hmm. And then he shares that one of his exes, they broke up, basically, over a concern that she had 
of going out in public with mixed children and people asking her about them. Yeah. Which I mean. And then, and then I think he, he continued to preface during the story and after the story that this woman is a great woman. She's not racist, but it's yeah. concerns that, I mean, our good friends, you, you know, the Millers. Mm-hmm. Jennifer used to do this a lot with Elizabeth, who looked a lot more like her husband, who was Korean, than her. And then people mm. would ask them in public if Elizabeth was adopted. Because mm. Elizabeth looks a lot more like uh, Joe than she does, she does Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. I think, A, it's so weird that people ask that, like, Wait, point who? blank, if they're like, is that your kid? Like, and what, if, what, what if it's not? And what's your, like, what are you going to do about it? Call the cops? Go ahead. Right. Like, that's That's, that's so, so weird. weird. Yeah. And then she huh. responds with, I think our love is, can be, could be so beautiful and our children would be just as beautiful as that love. And I don't give an F when, what, when people want to look at me, to me, and all I want is love. All I want is to have a beautiful family regardless of how they look. Yeah, I 100% believe her. Yes. I think that Katie is, like, I, I feel like that's the vibe that Katie puts off. That's the outlook that Katie has on life, you know? Yeah. It didn't seem like a scripted moment that she was just, like, saying that to him and then being like, oh, but I'm probably not going to pick you. Like, I think that Katie, like, when Katie was talking about the potential of them having children, I believe Andrew asked, like, I still put him in the fourth fourth place running. He's my fourth place power ranking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I still think that he's going to be up there because Katie sees potential with him. They have such similar upbringing and childhood experiences. And Andrew is just so fun. I heard Tasha talking about him the other day and she said like the energy that he brings is so great. And it's yeah. clear it comes mm-hmm. through on TV, yes. you know? So I think Andrew's going to go far. He's freaking so adorable. Yeah. And, then, and whoever he makes babies with are gonna be really cute too. Yes. And <laughs> then and then they go make out in a hot tub and she gives him the rose. Which I'm just like, where are you supposed to pin this rose, Katie? Right. Just gonna hand it to him right. for a brief second and then put it back on the pedestal until you all right. get dressed again. Gosh. I always think it's funny when they have the random hot tub. I'm just like, did like someone like a producer just like sneak into his room and like grab his swim trunks while he wasn't there? I know. I know you're right. Which also I wouldn't like because I'd be like y'all are going through my stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that, that they're cute, and I think that he will go far. Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad he didn't go home because I really did think that like this could be because the guys were even talking at home and they were like, I don't know if he's gonna. I don't know if he's gonna come back tonight. You know, I think the seeds of doubt were planted there. You can't call me crazy. I think that there was definitely potential that he was gonna go home. I think you're. I think. I think you're crazy. The well, connection. I mean, clearly it worked out. It's fine. He's he's back in his power ranking I, I status. Ne- I never, for a second, thought that he had any chance of going home on that date. If he had gone home, I would have been shocked. Oh yeah, but how many times have Bachelor Nation shocked us before? That's true. Uh, so we cut straight to the to the cocktail party. Uh, Katie, once again, continues to kill it. She looks amazing every time she's on screen. Uh, once again, I will reiterate the fact that she does not know how to style herself. Listen. It's true. Yes. Okay. And that's uh, why I think that she's relatable. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, we start out with a game of like, basically it was, would you rather with Justin? It, it was, and it was like, it was fine, but like, no one cares because he's not winning. Yeah. Justin is really great with like serving up those looks. And by those looks, I mean the shocked reactions that multiple GIFs have been created of now. Everyone loves his reaction. Yeah. So, but um, yeah. So Justin does his thing. And then who else was next? Uh, Hunter was next. Hunter, who, who already has a rose, might I add. Decides that he's going to do something special for Katie. They're this episode, go... James decided this, that this was his time to shine, though. Yes, well, he inter- he goes to interrupt. But mm-hmm. Hunter, like, they go out and they're going to, like, look at stars through his telescope that apparently he says he brought. Yeah, <laughs> like, how do you pack a telescope? Yeah, shut up, Hunter. <laughs> You're so stupid. Uh, James, who is... Who is not safe and is in no way, shape, or form shape safe? Decides that he's done. He says, "I'm done sitting on my hands." Mm-hmm. He goes and goes to interrupt like them. Said, he decided this was his time to shine. Yeah, he goes to interrupt them, and uh, Hunter says, "Like, I need more time." And then he says, "I'm going to need at least a couple more minutes, bud. I just literally got here." Uh, yeah. And then after a few more, I just love how James is like, okay, like I'm just gonna go linger back here in the darkness yeah. in my dark suit and my gold chain, and we'll wait. Yeah, and Katie doesn't say anything either, though. Yeah. I think the only one who's gonna end that early is Katie. Yeah. So if, Katie, if Katie wanted to spend time with James, then she was gonna have to say something. That's what I I was thinking that too. I was kind of I was kind of surprised that she wasn't like, okay, well, you know, I'll catch you later or something like that because that's what she usually will do. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'll 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 you know talk to you later. I'll pull you aside. But she was kind of like, okay. Yeah. I it's think because used those kids earlier. No, I think she just doesn't care about James that much. Yeah. No, she hasn't cared about James since he popped out of that box. Let's be real. Yeah. Um. He comes back a few minutes later and successfully pulls Katie away. Hunter says it's a big disappointment. It ruined my night. It did not ruin your night, Hunter. Well, you already had a rose, bro. It did not ruin your night. Hunter goes and joins the other guys. And then uh, James, Trey, and Aaron kind of get on to him about him being a little bit selfish. He says, Mm -hmm. I hear you. I'm hearing you guys. And that's all I can do. I can't take anything back. Uh, Trey does not believe that Hunter cares in the slightest and says he should have waited until the end of the night to see Katie just as Trey did last week when he had the rose. I mean, yeah. When you have a rose, you need to be respectful of the guys who don't. And I think that you should give them first crack. Yes, but I got to thinking... Like, you do have to use the most of your time. Agreed. I, I'm not saying that he shouldn't see her, because he should. Yeah. But I think the way to get through this season unscathed is to not continuously stir up trouble. 
And if yeah. you have a rose, the respectful thing to do and the thing that makes things for life and the house easier for you is to back off a little. Still make sure you get your time before the end. Like, hey, I want to hang out with you before it's over. And as soon as most of the people have gone to talk to her, you can slip in. She's trying to make Katie's trying to make time for everyone. Yeah. But like don't yeah. don't be like the first person to grab her or the second person to grab her. Like that's that's disrespectful to the guys who don't have a rose. Oh, Hunter. He's but like just really not caring. He 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 tells the guys okay, but uh He's like, sorry, not sorry. Right. But to us, he says, I'm focused on Katie. I don't give a bleep what they think. Hunter's going to be on the island. <laughs> but who's interested in Hunter? Like, for real, though. Like, I don't... He's going to be on the island. Yeah, he probably will. But, like, I just don't see... I don't see anyone being a match for Hunter. Because he just seems like a crazy person. Tajwan. Him and Tajwan can meet. And they'll complain about things... Over and over, and then they'll just go home. Yeah. Tash first of all, so much taller than him. <laughs> but I love it. I feel like every woman is taller than him. Yeah. But this is, uh, I mean, despite what Hunter said to the group, no one is, no one's still happy with him. Everyone still hates him. But it's okay because we just head straight to the basically just head straight to the rose ceremony. There's nothing else that really happens. Yeah, this that's what like the episode for me started off like hot with Blake, and then after a while you don't see Blake anymore because clearly he's there. He's got his rose. Yeah. Um, and then I stopped caring about halfway through. I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. This episode fizzled out for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even care about the drama that Hunter's Hunter's causing. No, I don't. <laughs> because he's not causing he's not causing drama with people who are going to compete. Right. What? So, like, I just don't. I don't. This is the point in Bachelor Nation where I'm kind of like, you guys are me, trying to make me care, and I don't. Yeah. Uh, and this is the same thing that, like, I really hope that they don't get into Matt James territory because that season, so far, this has a better edit. But, gosh, do not drag me through the mud like that again. Yeah, it's, I I think Katie's not going to keep people around long enough to cause the issues that some of them did. But, uh, so, as a refresher, we have Hunter, Andrew, and Blake are all safe and then we get we get roses for greg aaron michael a connor i think that top four means something i don't know what the order normally does but i think that means something what was it greg greg aaron, aaron michael connor greg aaron michael connor i don't see aaron being top four i i, I just feel like these are the people that she cares about yeah. And then the rest because of the minus, people... Minus are, Blake, because minus Blake, because he... Well, I'm just saying, like, of, of the people who don't have roses, because if yeah. they... If it was just start fresh, everyone, nobody had a rose before the start, mm -hmm. I think Blake and Andrew would be at the top as well. Yeah. But I think that... I think she just goes through, like, look, these are the people that obviously are going to get roses, and then I'll just deal with the rest of the people who... who I. Seeing like, okay, well, I have this many roses and this many people left, so I might as well just choose some other people. 
Yeah, but yeah. But Greg, Aaron, Michael A, Connor B, and then Jay Gatsby, James, Justin, Mike P, Brendan, and Trey get roses. So that's sending Courtney, Josh, and other Andrew home. Who was the other Andrew? I literally don't remember. How did the guy with the hair Brendan? get a freaking rose? I don't know. Like, honestly, though, I'm just I saying. I don't get it. Whatever. But RIP to their time on the show. Um, Yeah, I... Uh, have you heard any spoilers? No. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I have... I will not say anything. How spoiled are like how like on a scale of one to ten? How spoiled are you? I'm like spoiled. Oh, okay. Real talk though, I was spoiled last season, so <laughs> I didn't mean. Yeah. I tried my best to avoid them. Yeah, I was dumb and I clicked on something on Instagram that was like spoiler, and I was like, like what spoiler? And I didn't know they were gonna like spoil. <laughs> And I was like, oh, so y'all meant like, boom. I thought you were going to just spoil like next week. Okay. Yeah, you don't, I don't, you can't click on anything like that, Ernie. You know better. You're an entertainer now. I know. I still don't know if it, I, I, I kind of put it out of my brain and I'm kind of like, it might not be a thing. You know, it might be like something that is assumed and then whatever. So I'm not going to say anything to any of you guys, but yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was a little sad though, laying in my bed on Saturday morning, because I was like, oh no, and then my brain was like, forget, forget, forget. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't know. Yeah, this is kind of. I'm still kind of looking at it as like it might not be real, so I'm gonna keep moving along. Okay. Like you can keep telling us. It could be wrong. It could so. be wrong. You're right. It could be wrong. Uh, the. The guys give a big round of applause for Courtney as he leaves, who is apparently, <laughs> apparently people really liked him. He just seemed like a nice guy. He didn't really bring anything, but he seemed fine. Sure. <laughs> and then this is where things start to really heat up. Uh, it is normally customary of the uh, majority whip, Aaron, to give the, give the final toast. And he stumbled a little bit on his words. And uh, Hunter takes advantage of this of the stumble and decides to give his to give a toast. That was weird. Yeah, it was weird. I didn't like it. And then Hunter lets us know that they will not steal my joy. I'm not going to let it happen. And I don't really know what that means. Right. I'm like, what? What joy? What joy? It doesn't. I don't care, Hunter. I don't care. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, and I'm not really sure why he felt the need to tell us. <laughs> but that it's his, was... It's the nicest way he could possibly say of, like, I don't I don't care what these guys are doing or saying about me. I'm just going to keep on keeping on. Whatever. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's the end of this week's episode. Do you have a top four, Ernie? Okay, so I think... Like I said beforehand, I didn't think that Blake was a contender. I do think that he is like a, he's a weird possibility. Yes. Now, I don't know how far because because of 
the um, previews, somebody is talking to Blake and they're like, what if you don't tell her that you love her? And so I was like, okay, so at least I feel like those previews were like, Blake's going to get to hometowns. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know who that was. I did not recognize that person. So that's obviously a hometown clue. Unless it's like a comedian that we're supposed to know and you you and I are completely clueless. (laughs) When Heather McDonald was here. Yeah. Yeah. Like then I'd be like, oh, okay. So like it might not be, that might not be anybody that, I feel like it had to be like a sister or a sister-in-law or a friend Mm -hmm. because you don't usually, usually like the random guest hosts don't have such in-depth conversations with a contestant about their feelings. That's true. I think we're just trying to justify how it could not be a hometown date, but it's definitely a hometown date. With that preview, I was like, okay, so y'all are like basically like Blake gets to hometowns at least. Yes. So, I don't know. Um, I think, let's see, ranking-wise. Hmm. I still put Greg up there. Yeah. yeah. I still feel a Greg. I still feel... I, I think it might be... I think it might be Greg... Okay, who else is there? <laughs> I just, like, blinked. Would you like- okay, Greg, Andrew... Greg, Andrew, Blake, and Michael. Okay. So when you brought up the bachelor possibility for Michael, I think that Michael is probably, I will put him in spot three or two. Two, Okay. Yeah. Mm, Actually, mm, (laughs) I don't know. Now I'm like, hang on. Okay. Maybe Greg, maybe, okay. Greg, Blake, Michael, Andrew. Are you done? Yes. <laughs> okay, because that's my order too. Is it? Yes. Greg, Blake, Michael, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, are you done? You just spoiled well, my ranking. <laughs> well, I'm like laying my head on the on the wall over here. I'm just like, I'll just let her work out who's still on the season. And then we can move on. Whatever. That's my ranking. All right. Well, yeah, that's mine as well. You can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for That Reasons. And you can follow us on TikTok for some of the clips from this season, for some of the clips from this episode in the coming Mm -hmm. days. And you can follow us at Right underscore Reasons underscore Pod on TikTok. Yeah. Anything else? Nope, that's it. My Our brain Patreon. just had to like really go deep to remember who these men were. <laughs> well, there's really only four or five that matter. I know, it's true. You can also follow us. Please support us on Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash podcasting for the right reasons. It's four bucks a month. That's one Starbucks a month. Guys, come on over. It'll be fun. Really? Also, you to hear our pop culture podcast too. Which so. we will re- be recording next. Right after we end this, we're gonna. I'm gonna get some new batteries for the recorder, and we're gonna pop on straight through to uh, PR does pop, which is the name until we think of another name because we haven't talked about it since. Right, working title, but you working know, title. It's whatever. Fine. It's fine. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.